Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Impact Anime. I am your first time and humble host, Bill. And with me today is Andrew. Hey. Hey, Bill. How you doing? I'm doing quite well. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, my friend. Or happy I love Valentine's you. Day week. I don't know when this will be released, but hopefully during Valentine's Day week. Hopefully, because that's the whole plan behind this episode. That is the secret plan. Mm-hmm. Maybe not so secret. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, so today, we're going to be talking about romance anime and uh, also probably going to be reaching on other kind of side topics like visual novels and who is best girl because that is the <laughs> constant debate that will never go away. No, no, it won't. Even though, you know, some people may wish it will, but it will never go away. Yeah, but before we get into that, what have you been up to, Andrew? Oh, um, not really. I've just been playing like a ton of Fortnite, and I know that is so normy of me, but like that game is just way too much fun. I swear. No, uh, what makes it different than like other shooters that makes it so addicting? Um, well, I mean, the art style one, you know, it reminds me a lot of Overwatch, and I like Overwatch too, so that's a that's always a plus. Uh, and like as where you were with player unknowns battlegrounds you know the looting system is sort of clunky and like it's really i don't want to say realistic but like it looks like more like a modern game you know in the traditional sense of the word but uh it's just slightly different because its looting system is very simple and very streamlined and you don't have like a million things you could pick up you only have a few set things you could pick up and the map is small and the games are quick so it does everything right for a battle royale game nice um yeah i've i've heard a lot of press about it but i have not played it yet but um you know me i'm mr hipster mr hipster mr hearthstone (laughs) yeah i I won't get into hearthstone because i know that would drive you up the walls but it's okay i I don't have anything against hearthstone i just have you being into that i'm against you being into hearthstone that's it Well, it, 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 it's my Magic the Gathering fix, so that's that's why I'm in it. Maybe when Magic Arena gets launched, then uh, I will leave Hearthstone for good, and we'll see. When Magic Arena launches, I will play Magic Arena with you, and you will teach me how to play. Uh, I think we'll be teaching each other how to play, because I haven't played Magic in forever. <laughs> you know what? I may play... Okay, this is sort of getting off, but like... You know what? One of these days, I will play Hearthstone with you, Bill. One of these days. <laughs> well, I, since I you won't play just... Overwatch with me, I'll play Hearthstone with you. Well, you know what? And I will be packed if you do that. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, but as for me, I'm really just excited for the spring anime season mm-hmm. um, because a lot of good shows are coming out, like right. the new, the thirds coming. Yeah. Um, Legend of Galactic Heroes mm-hmm. and My Hero Academia season three. Woohoo! Yes. Yes. And um, I know I'm being really bad. I have not watched My Hero Academia yet, oh, but man. to get excited for it, yeah. I'm going to watch season one and two. So that way I can get on the season three when that gets launched and aired. Even though it's like 37 episodes, like it's such an easy watch. Like it is hey, so easy to just blaze through. No, episode numbers don't phase me, man. Like Legend of right. Galactic Heroes was 110 episodes and One Piece is over 800. Yeah, so. yeah. One piece yeah god i don't know how you did that jeez all right never, never mind uh, <laughs> just just a lot of time man a lot of free time on my hands <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But anyway, let's get at the topic at hand. We're here okay. to talk about romance anime and romance yeah. in general within uh, the anime genre. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking where we should start would be just romance uh, romance and anime in general. Okay. Because I see it as it's a prevalent plot device or it's a prevalent theme mm-hmm. within multiple shows. And it's uh, it can be in like an action uh, shonen show. It can be within a drama like it's in sure. Yu Hakusho. It's in Kogias. Um it's a, it's a constant theme. Why do you think that's the case? Well, uh, being that the Japanese society is sort of... Well, they have a population problem. Well, they've had a population problem in the past. And like the sort of idea of relationships over there is different from ours. Uh, mm-hmm. So like them putting forth this like the romance in like a lot of shows because it is in a lot of shows, though those shows not may not may or may not actually be about romance. Uh, I think it just sort of maybe perhaps fills a void in people, you know, and that can happen in any society. You know, the reason some people people you know watch a lot of romance anime is uh you know, to perhaps fill a void um mm. but i don't know it just so- sort of adds something and you know cute girls and being in romance and sh- in in a in any kind of show always warms the heart so uh that could be a reason as well yeah i could definitely see that i i think it also has to do with romance equaling a certain nostalgia because if you look at the typical romance show it's usually based in high school i i think it brings back like uh moments when you weren't doing the daily work grind and you had a lot more social interactions mm-hmm. um, in your high school days. And I think yeah. romance kind of brings that out in, in the Japanese population, probably. Sure, yeah. And I have uh, a few shows on my list that, well, one, two, three, four, five, five shows on my list that sort of, that are, you know, either closely based or loosely based around, you know, the high school age you know, people. Yeah, um, I do as well. So I think the way we're going to approach this is we're going to list a couple of romance anime you may or may not have heard of. And we're just going to discuss a couple of them because uh, Andrew and I have very diverse tastes. Like most of the shows he's seen, I haven't seen. And most of the shows I have seen, he hasn't seen. So yeah. it's a bit of just like a bit of a pitch meeting to sure, say yeah. this, is, this is why this show, you should check out this show. Right. So, but I think a show that we've both seen together uh, is Toradora. Yeah, we've both seen both seen Toradora. Yeah. What do you What do you think of Toradora in general? Man, like this is a show that sort of confuses me. Um, like when you're in the act of watching Toradora, you don't feel bad for watching it, but after you get done, like there's something there that you're just like. Oh, well, like you sort of feel I don't want to say sticky but uh, <laughs> like there's nothing wrong with Toradora this is just how, how I felt you know like the, the romance is, is, is cute and fine but like uh, you know from the beginning of the show uh, it sort of gives off this vibe because uh, what's the main main girl's name I can't ever remember oh uh, but she she's kind of like a Cinderella type yeah and it's uh, God, and I just, uh, and like, I don't, same reason why I don't like Asuka and Ava. Like, I just, there's just not many redeeming qualities for me in that character archetype, though they can be different. They can definitely maybe, be different. Maybe, maybe it's just the archetype that was bothering you. Yeah, I think it, I think it was, yeah. And like, there's nothing really lo- wrong with Toradora. Uh, I think it's a fine show. Uh, it's rating on my anime list is an 8.40. Uh, the art's great, you know. Uh, I really enjoyed it had, watching it, but it's another one of those shows, you know. I I, I remember liking Toradora a bit. Um, 
there were moments where I thought it was kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Um, and s- some characters that I didn't understand what their purpose was, like the m- student who's like a model. Um, oh, yeah. There's there's like, God, that's another confusing thing. Where she's, she's kind of like the Greek chorus kind of, of like, this is what's going on, main character. I think, I, if my memory serves me right, I think they actually do some of that like actual greek chorus things inside in the show that may be a different show mm-hmm. uh i could be wildly wrong but like uh i seem i seem to think that they actually did something like that maybe maybe not no probably not i'm gonna go with no i'm just gonna go with no on that one <laughs> but i, I kind of by the way we're gonna go into a little bit of spoilers um depending God. on the show yeah, um, yeah it, the show came out in 2008 it, it's it's been a solid 10 years so you, yeah. you got time <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I liked the way that show ended, where they kind of didn't have a definitive like we're gonna be together forever. Because I think that's one thing that romance shows and just romance in movies in general do a lot of just yeah. we're having the happy ending where they finally get together. Where in Toradora they they run away um, and so we're just gonna live together, but then they realize like wait, what we're doing is not a great idea, and so we could we should see kind of where we are in in the future whereas Mm -hmm. in american movies they would just be like we're happy and we're gonna run away together it's kind of like the it's a weird western comparison but it's kind of like the ending to the graduate where they're kind of like oh what did we do yeah yeah uh i think sort of uh sort of once again on that i think that uh that was i I do think that was a good way to end it because uh you never want to end with like uh especially in anime uh you never want to end with like the super duper like generic happy ending because then it'll just fall into obscurity like uh plenty of shows uh yeah and i think you know um a lot of the supporting cast in the show was very likable and and charming uh there was legitimately funny moments that i laughed at during the show uh yeah and i that that show also um another kind of thing that's kind of funny is just with anime in general they have that thing of like i like this character but the other character likes my best friend or right yeah oh yeah and this was 110 percent that watching the show the whole time like all right, Ryuji, you need to do me a favor and you need to not. And I could call it from the beginning because like, I was like, oh, she's, he's going to end up with Taiga. And like I was watching it and I was just like, I want I want this to just work out the way they want it to work out right now. Like, but oh God, man, I don't know. But you can't always get what you want, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's it's just kind of the funny thing of, with these type of shows is they always like I'm too scared to to talk to this person, so I'm just kind of find a weird workaround. It's all the where, same. It's where all they'll the fall same. for me, and that's <laughs> that's a recurring plot thread that you see in a lot of romance shows, uh... <laughs> which is. It's frustrating, but it's realistic because when you're young, when you're like a young teenager, you're kind of like, I don't know what to do. I, I can't feel say, my legs. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, my sweat glands. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I can kind of understand that, but I kind of wish sometimes in these shows where they would um, just kind of have one character where immediately go up and say like, look, I like you and then deal with the fallout with that. I think that would be interesting. 
interesting approach. There was a show that came out not too long ago, maybe a few seasons ago, maybe a few years ago, uh, that wasn't good, but it it did, like, in the first episode, like, the love interests kissed, mm. and then for, like, the rest of the show, it was like, why am I watching this now? Because they already kissed in the first episode, you know, like, so, like, uh, whenever, like, that happens in an anime, uh, or whenever, like, I understand why they go for this, like, general structure of where, like, oh, there's a, I don't know how to talk to this person, and then it's like, oh, a misunderstanding, oh, another one, uh, and, mm. like, See, I understand why they go for that because they're, they're it's like it's like an it's like a rising action in a novel or a film. Like it's mm. the same principle, but it's rinsed and repeated. And like there's a few shows that do it right. One of them's on my list, and then there's a few shows that don't. Plus, they also use it for like um comedy purposes too. Yeah, and you know, that's fine. I don't have a problem mm. with that. It it well, that personally is not my cup of tea. Like mm. I get it for drama, but when they use it for comedy of just like, oh, I saw you naked. Oh, it, it it's just I really hate that. <laughs> uh, All right, we, we can agree to disagree, but that's okay. That's okay, Bill. Don't but um, one one show that I love that it's probably my favorite romance show is uh, His and Her Circumstances. Okay, mm-hmm. so the reason why this show is really good one Give me the pitch. Give me the pitch, Bill. It's made by Gainax and was uh, directed by Hideaki Anno. Oh my God. Uh, of Ava thing. Does it have robots? I wish. Oh man. <laughs> it does not have it does not have robot robots. Okay. But um the interesting thing that I like about it is I think it it's the perfect um high school romance show. Right. Of and this perfect girl who is seen as perfect with everyone um, f- f- uh, finally meets her match in this perfect guy and she gets all bugged out about him and it's generally progresses where they just start to develop a relationship out of it because I, I think that's genuine where sometimes when you fall for someone it's usually someone that might just bug you for whatever reason right yeah and uh, the, the the nice thing I like about that show is the while their romance between the two of them is central to the plot, um, it's not the only thing. Like they have a group of friends that they develop, and it's about her coming into her own. Where it's by being with him and just kind of breaking out of her perfect shell, okay. she can just be more comfortable with herself. Okay. And the other thing is that the show takes a weird dark turn at the end. Like um, little, let me I'll clarify with that. During the production of the show, the manga creator did not like Anna's direction. <laughs> and so Anna was was let go from the project. Right. And like with any Gainax production, there was budget problems. Yeah, they ran out of money. <laughs> yes, because it's it's not Gainax if there's not a budget issue. Yeah, it's not Gainax so, if they're broke. If they're not <laughs> broke, sorry. Uh, so, so near the end, they're having to use straight up um, panels from the manga to to illustrate what's going on. That's awesome. Where they they um, <laughs> where they're you they're basically using voiceover and panels <laughs> from the manga or just reusing still shots from previous episodes of like oh, this man. is a still shot of the school. Oh man! Uh, and during that time, it's revealed that the main guy um, I really need to remember his name is a murderer. Uh, <laughs> no, but he gets really like kind of scary, possessive of just like um, this. There's a new boy that gets into the school where he starts to get jealous of just like if I lose her then what am I and it ends on that weird cliffhanger of like well what's he gonna do you don't know and it's just I never see 
romance shows take that sort of dark turn. Yeah. And I'm always fascinated in my head if like if they had the budget, what would they have done? Or if Anna would have stayed on, what would he have done? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the music is addicting in that show. Okay. Um, it's it's really good. Like if you guys, if I would highly recommend looking up the opening for that show. It, it, mm-hmm. It's an earworm, and there's a lot of fun trumpet music that um, gets played that I just adore. Uh-huh. Um, if I could, if if next time I go to an anime con and if I found that soundtrack in like a bin somewhere, I'd buy it. All right, it, it's that good. Well, um, that's that's certainly impressive. Right stuff re-released it. Okay. Um, and if you just want a sampler, like the first two episodes with the dub are on YouTube on mm-hmm. uh, Nozomi's channel. Okay. Um. Okay, I might check that out. Austin has it on a. Uh, DVD, so I could just steal it from him. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, he has the he has the box set. I think he gave it to me. I think I may have it on my shelf. Oh, awesome! The, the box set is really nice. Mm-hmm. Like he's given me a couple box sets. Like he gave me uh he gave me the box set for uh, Azumanga Daio as well. Uh, it's a great show, but it's it's mm-hmm. a it's a little bit of a tangent. That's um, okay. What what um show of romance do you want to talk about? Well, I'm sort of conflicted on what I want to talk about first, but there's two shows um that are like super close to my heart, and I'm gonna let you pick. Mm. Um, so the first one <clears throat> is Kimini Todake. Uh, so I'm just gonna give you the name, and you can you can pick. So Kimini Todake is one, and then Engage to the Unidentified is the other one. I'm gonna go with Engage to the Unidentified. You're my friend. I like this <laughs> show a lot. All right, all right. Engage to the Unidentified. For some reason, I wrote about this in an article. Uh, it was in my top ten of 2017. Yeah, it was in my top ten of 2017. I wrote about it. Uh, it came out in the winter of 2014. And boy, is this show something else. Uh, I really, 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 really enjoy the show. Uh, so essentially, the plot is you have just an ordinary teenager who uh, who lives out in an undisclosed city, you know, and then like two of her relatives, well, two people, uh, two people that live near her grandfather, uh, out in the countryside come and, and visit her house. And it's a boy and, uh, and a small girl. Uh, and then when like they arrive, it's like announced, Oh, Hey, you know, it's, it's, uh, the main character is called Kobeni and, uh, and it's announced that like, Oh, Hey, see that guy over there. That's like hiding in the corner. And like, nobody noticed him. And like, uh, so he, and he's like, where's all black and has black here uh so for engage to the unidentified uh it's a really really neat show about uh, a teenager called kobene yonomori and uh on her 16th birthday two people come down from the countryside uh that live near her grandpa and they start living with them in this undisclosed town that i'm just gonna call uh i don't know and uh let's say persona 4 town persona 4 town it's not like persona 4 at all uh it's just really normal but uh so they come down to town and it's a boy and a girl and and like the guy like like Kobani's mother comes in and announces hey you see that guy over there uh yeah he's your fiance and everybody's like huh what what is that and uh so Kobani is just like no what how like how is this guy how is this guy my fiance and then like it said like oh like your granddad before he died like made this arrangement like you know you're gonna marry this kid uh that because that's what your granddad wanted and that's how this family works everybody does what grandpa wants uh so she's just like no i hate this life sucks i'm a teenager my sister is the student council president everybody compares 
there's me to her and I hate everything. Uh, but like, she's not exactly like that. She, uh, she's like, she like does all the housework and she's a good cook. And, uh, like when these people come to like live with her, like the little girl that is, uh, the, the the fiance's sister like is this lolly that is like super smart <laughs> and uh well super smart and like super responsible with air quotes next to that like uh and there's a great gif of like her doing a dance that was really popular when the show came out uh she's like in front of a, a television doing like a fun little dance and that was really popular that was uh there were a bunch of memes made about that because I remember seeing that before I saw the show and that's what everybody else did nobody everybody saw all the meme nobody watched the show uh because the show is not very popular like you don't hear people talking about it it's short it's only 12 episodes um and it's just really solid and really good it has a great opening theme uh i didn't show you the uh the outro the outro is really really good too and you know it's got great art it's really charming all the characters are really really sweet and funny uh it is as much comedy as it is romance and the romance in the show is like i'll call it muted uh it's not the end all be all no 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 no, no, like this, the show is, it is a romance show, but like it is a lot of like supporting characters and it's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of other stuff than just romance. Uh, and I don't want to give away too much, give away too much about the plot because everybody should go see the show. I'll just say, I just go see the show. It's really good. Uh, I think it's, it streams on high dive. Uh, sorry. It's all, no, it streams on high dive too. It streams on Crunchyroll as well. Uh, nice. and it's really solid. I think, uh, I think anybody would like it. Cool. Well, that sounds really interesting. I'll, I'll be interested to see how they handle the comedy uh, since uh, anime and comedy are not usually my cup, uh, cup of taste. See, we're opposites. We're just polar opposites, Bill. Hey, but <laughs> what the stupid uh, what's that stupid song from the 90s? Opposites attract, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that's why you're my Valentine, Bill. Uh, well, it's a good thing I got these candles out. Oh, right. I'm coming over right now. Stop the podcast. <laughs> Right. I'll I'll uh, find some way to nervously give you chocolates in a sailor uniform. Uh, so I'll get the roses for you. Perfect, thank you. <laughs> All right, moving well, on. One kind of um, romance show that has a lot of comedy in it that I really enjoy mm-hmm. is um, the world God only knows. Okay. I don't know if you ever watched that. No, no. <laughs> Where basically it's a meta show about um, people who play visual novels, uh, specifically the romance visual novels. I remember I've seen some like stuff about it and I've scrolled past it a couple times thinking like, oh, that looks kind of good. And then I'm like, zip, and I move on. Uh, well, you, you should give it another try because I think it's a funny kind of meta commentary on it. Where Sure, yeah. Ba- basically what happens is this devil girl uh called elsie uh comes to meet um uh i'm probably saying his name wrong uh where basically he's he's a master at visual novel where she says like oh well you're a master at romancing people so (laughs) i'm gonna make a deal with you of just like you have to help me um uh, romance these different girls <laughs> and so basically, oh, fun. he's he's playing a uh, a visual novel in in real life, <laughs> where there's a set of episodes of the three seasons and the OVAs where right. he he has to uh, romance different girls, and they're the usual kind of stereotypes. 
you see in a visual novel of like, here's the quiet library girl. All right. Here's the lolly girl. Oh, God. Here's, <laughs> here's the sporty tomboy. Uh, Those are usually good. Let's, um, what's, uh, here's the idol that he has to romance. <laughs> But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it just because of the absurdity of it. And just it's it's really making fun of the visual novel format. Right. Um, like, for example, like he's playing basically on a PSP. OK. <laughs> throughout, the, throughout the series, which is which makes sense because the PSP and and in the future of the Vita a visual novel machine. Mm-hmm. And so it's just funny to see him uh, try and use his game skills to romance these real life girls, because in in. In uh, real life, he has like no connection with uh, with uh, girls at all. Or basically, right. he's basically a shut-in where he spends all his money on games, and if he could, he would date a two D girl rather than a real girl. Ah, yes, one of those. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's funny. And the funny thing too is I I don't even care for like the main girls. I love um, Elsie because she's just so cute. <laughs> okay. Show, like she she because she's a devil. Her favorite thing she finds in Earth are fire trucks <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> yeah that is funny. Uh, the only thing that's a bummer about it is it kind of even though it goes on for pretty long it has a read the manga ending oh no yeah Speaking uh, of read the manga endings, I'm about to talk about one of those. I'm I'm not a huge fan of it, but um and but I feel like the first two seasons are really good and enjoyable. Third season ends kind of on a question mark, right? And the other thing that makes me uh, kind of sad about it is um it was made by the same people who made uh Miko and Hachin and uh, Gangsta and. Uh, oh, it was made by a uh, what was that studio called? Madhouse. No, not Madhouse. Not Madhouse. Um, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They're they're gone. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, but they're gone now. So mm-hmm. it's it's unless another studio takes the reins, it's very unlikely that we'd get another season of it. Yeah, just get like just get Discotech to make it. Get a licensor to make anime. J- we need to get JC staff because they're the masters of the romance show. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're right. You're uh, definitely right. But but that is my pitch for um, World Gala Knows. It's on Crunchyroll. I highly recommend it. All right, just because cool. of its meta, its meta take on the on visual novels and sure. kind of romance in general. Right. So going from like meta takes on visual novels to perhaps the most like romance romance show you've ever seen. Like if I could describe Kimi ni Todake, I would describe it as the most shoujo shoujo. Mm. Like it is like so like beyond like obvious that this is a romance anime and it, it and it uses all of the techniques used in other romance anime and i think it does it you know better than all the really generic shows uh so it's about this like sort of like quasi like outcast uh girl who's called Sawako Kuranuma and she looks like like with her she has like long black hair and bangs so she looks like the ghost girl from the ring <laughs> so all of all of the <laughs> All of her classmates call her Sadako after the ghost girl from the ring. And she's pale and timid and quiet. And like she meets like, well, there's a popular boy in class called Kazahaya Shoto. And like he he's like the he's like the popular boy that all the girls like. Right. Like, I think he has a fan club. I'm not sure. Uh, (laughs) 
but like so he's the guy that's got the fan club you know what i mean picture him in your head can you see him yeah okay he's like generic anime boy but like (laughs) and like so like uh so sawako is just like i'm so quiet and such an outcast but this dude is hot and like and like it's just her uh like trying to become friends with him and trying to like socialize and her just being like really bad at it and like so she tries to like she like goes home and like looks up on the internet like I need to like develop like the perfect hello smile and then like she goes to school and tries it out and she like she just looks creepy and weird and everybody runs away uh so it's a lot of like sort of funny stuff like that uh sort of all wrapped up in this uh overarching plot of uh Sawako and Kazahaya uh like coming together and like them going through struggles and whatnot uh mm. and uh it's it's long like i think it's let me check it's uh two seasons of 25 episodes each i think let's see two seasons of i think it's 25 episodes no it's 25 out of 12 with one ova uh sorry one special um so that is 37 episodes which isn't that bad that's not that's not bad at all and even so even with all that like i went back and read the manga after i finished the show like where it left off like it keeps going man like (laughs) there's if they want if they wanted to make another season of the show they very well could because it keeps on it keeps on keeping on Uh, and uh what about because it's 38 episodes or 37 um how's the pacing though oh it can be slow at points definitely uh because i did tell you it's the most shoujo shoujo and it does everything everything a show it does everything a romance show would do which means be slow and be boring and have lots of dumb misunderstandings that last over one episode but like it ultimately comes down to like the sort of chemistry that these two characters have together which is a really really good one uh and like the supporting cast it's like really likable and really good and like it being so long like those characters get fully fleshed out too so it's not it doesn't suffer from it doesn't suffer because of its length like it 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 has plenty of time to do certain things it can be slow clearly but it has it has lots of stuff to do and there's lots of stuff to see um and is it is it just um our main two characters are there are there other side characters that are kind oh, of man. intrinsic plot oh man there's so many good there's so many good side characters in the show like and so many good like side relationships that go on during the show like oh like there's plenty of there's plenty of drama to go around and plenty of comedy plenty of comedy to go around i think it's a show you would like because it doesn't take a dark turn necessarily but like it has plenty of like even though like you would think like some of these dramatic moments would be stupid like it's delivery is good like it's it's like this delivery is great it's art style is really neat and really close to the manga it follows the manga really closely uh it's ops are really good uh they're like quiet indie music and i like that and you don't see that often you know you don't see that often in anime which is super nice cool i think one thing that while it may be slow i think one thing that's good that comes out of uh show that's a bit longer than your standard 12 episodes is you get more character development and mm-hmm. you get oh, yeah. more time for the characters to breathe sure yeah which works especially well in a romance show because it's all about the character relationships yep yep mm-hmm. yeah and this show does it about as well as you, you can like i would only put a couple shows like that get down like that, that like get their characters really like down and you 
you you know them you know most of their parts by the end of the show you can still discover more clearly because it's a tv show and the writers aren't perfect but there's like a couple shows that i would really give that to and like and this show is definitely one of them um is it streaming anywhere or um... it's i think it's still on crunchyroll um <laughs> it's usually it's where every where most things are. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've scrolled past it recently. It's probably on Crunchyroll. All right, I'll have to check it out. We'll have to do like a, a comeback podcast where I report on like, oh, I thought about this after seeing um seeing uh, your show after, after a while. Right? Uh, yeah, it's on Crunchyroll. Cool. Crunchyroll, it's good. <laughs> Not sure if it has a dub. Probably doesn't. Uh, <laughs> most things on Crunchyroll don't have a dub. So I, I right. wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't imagine it getting a dub anyway. Uh, um, I guess my show, my romance show that I, I'd like to talk about next would be uh, Golden Time, mm-hmm. which is made by the same people who made Toradora. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason why I find it interesting is it's not in your typical setting. It's in, it's in it's a, a college a, setting. It's in a college, yeah. Yeah, which is very rare in anime. Like, I can't think of a lot of uh, anime that takes place at a college setting. It's I either mean, it's, high school yeah. or adult. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think, like, definitely. Definitely recently, uh, we sort of seen a shift to uh, to to like the working world a little bit uh, mm. because there's like shows like uh, Shirobako have come out and shows like New Game have come out and shows like what's the other one Soccer Request have come out uh, and like even like uh, you know Recovery of an, of an MMO Junkie like like these shows are I'm definitely seeing like less high school shows now than I think I would have seen in recent memory but that's probably just because I'm not paying attention. Well, the back to what I was saying about Golden Time. The the reason why I think I like it so much is one the setting. Two, um, it's interesting how the main two characters get together. Because at first, our main girl is uh, not interested in our main character. He's interested in the main character's best friend, um, and she basically went to the college just to follow her, <laughs> uh, the best friend character. Right. Because they were childhood sweethearts. Oh. And it's interesting to see how as their relationship develops, how there is everyone's still able to maintain a friendship and how you're dealing with um, kind of more adult situations of, oh, uh, like for example, um, main girl gets a job at kind of this risque kind of club where they have to dress all skimpy. <laughs> right. And uh, where um, our where main character sees her at this club and he's like, what are you doing? What are you dressed up in this outfit? And so it's them kind of dealing with this kind of misunderstanding, which is typical of a romance anime. Yep. Um, and also he's conflicted because his the the his hometown crush is also attending the college at the same time. So he's conflicted oh, of like, well, which girl should I really go with? <laughs> this is very reminiscent of Toradora. Very reminiscent. The, though I will give Toradora this. The, the one thing that, that gets really annoying about um, Golden Time is there's an amnesia plot. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to mention there is an amnesia plot in Engage the Unidentified, but it's oh. it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Trust that, me. That seems to be another trip I, I see in romance shows. Right. Th- thinking off the top of my head, I don't know why, but uh, it's it's not great. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. Well, it's not. we're basically um, our main character had an accident and where he doesn't really remember 
uh, Linda, who was his uh, hometown sweetheart or right. crush, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's he has this weird back and forth with his past self of like I want to be with her. Well, past my past self wants to be with Linda, and so <laughs> it's, it's it's this weird like he's he's haunted by this weird kind of ghost of him of his former self, <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which gets really stupid. But, but if you could get past, if you could get past Ghost Bondi, which is his name was Bond is Bondi. Okay, uh, and and his horrible, stupid amnesia plot. I I, I enjoyed the character interactions of Golden. You're not selling this very well, Bill. Because Ghost was just so stupid. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Austin did did buy me the first volume of Golden Time, uh, the manga, uh, and it's sitting on my bookshelf right now. Um, so I may, I may I may go and read it. Um, I'm sorry, what'd you say? I may go and read it. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Um, I I think the art style is really colorful and yeah. Um, Yuji Hori, who is a big um, voice actress in Japan, she does the opening and closing songs, mm-hmm. which are really good. So okay. I highly recommend those. I I recommend Golden Time with some trepidation of um, just you can get past the amnesia plot and to go spondy. Uh, <laughs> It's pretty good. Uh, I mean, let's like let's be honest. Like we we're recommending these shows, but uh, of course you got to go into all of these with some trepidation because there's because the romance genre itself uh, is a black hole of just like average. Um, so like <laughs> it, it's, it, it's, it's it's a dangerous place. Of myth. Oh man, it's a it's a dangerous dangerous place. It's a dangerous place. I, I you know what though I can't degrade that uh, whole genre or no. that those shows because it feels a void and it feels a niche. It's it's oh, yeah. not going that a niche that I I I've come to enjoy. Like at first I didn't really care for romance uh, shows. Like I think my first romance shows that I watched were like Inuyasha, right, and Love complex which i really turned me off oh but, right but thanks to um my friend michael um he got me into these uh shows where romance was the central plot of the of the of the shows whether that whether that was toradora or golden time or Osaka no pet um right uh there or canon or clan ad there i really i've come to really enjoy them and kind of see relationships develop sure yeah definitely because there, there's a lot of things to like about the there's a lot of things to like about the romance genre because it you're right it definitely fills a fills a much needed void that you know like because like the action genre if we thought romance was a endless void of average like there's so many action fantasy shows out there that it's not even oh yeah like it. um does anyone remember night raid mm, nope 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 so there, can so. be, there can be black holes in every genre of course yeah well i guess um unless you have one other recommendation uh i think i may do one more and then we'll be done yeah okay so like i guess i'm just gonna i'm gonna call this like would you call torador popular um I don't. I don't know how well known it is today, but pe- when it came out, people really liked it. Okay. Well, I think I'm gonna go with uh, since I do like this show uh, a lot, even though it is like super popular. Uh, I'm gonna talk about Moron High School Host Club. Uh, like I think when this show came out, which was in 2006, uh, it was like looking back on it, like it's so ahead of its time. Like 
instead of the you know like weird non-popular girl trying to get after the super popular boy it's all the super popular boys like trying to get after the non-popular girl uh which is just so refreshing even today even though it's in 4-3 aspect ratio uh <laughs> but like it's 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 one of those shows that you like see become popular and you're just happy because you're like you know this show like you know even though it's super popular like it's definitely a bright spot uh because it's like it's got an average score of an 8.34 on mal which you can't really trust the the mal ratings but its popularity is 66 and you know being that it's a show from 2006 and it's you know old at this point uh for it to still be 66 is 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 really good uh yeah in in anime years it's an old man at this point oh yeah oh yeah uh, and and the fact that Haruhi Haruhi Fujioka is the main character, if you didn't know, so like she is. I'm gonna give you a little bit of plot because you know some people may have not seen this show, and some people may want to see it. So I may as Including well. Including myself, I I have not seen uh, a run yet. I I think you should watch it, Bill, because it's it's quite good. Uh, so I'll just give you a little bit of plot. So Haruhi Fujioka is the she's the main character. She's like a she's like a girl that gets mistaken for a boy a lot, and like she gets accepted into this uh like super pompous and elite like high school uh that is you know like because of her grades and not because she's rich so uh so like when she gets into the school she's like this place is so weird i just want to go somewhere and study so she gets to looking around and she's like oh look it's an abandoned music room i'll come in here and see if we can see if i can study a little bit uh so anyway so she goes in this music room and she finds this pretty boy club uh that essentially like pawn out their like time and like sell their time to spend with girls at high school and they essentially make money for it so it's a big like <laughs> fraud scheme uh and like she goes in there and she's just like what is this strange place and she ends up like breaking a super expensive vase and then like so so like all the guys are just like well to work off all this debt you need to do blah 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 become our you know whipping boy and they don't know she's a girl uh that's one fun thing it hides the fact that she's a girl for the entire episode oh okay huh. uh and like it's sort of jarring when you first see it and you're just like oh wait a minute that's a girl uh so she ends up having to like play a boy for her entire like for the entire show uh and of course like some people get suspicious and like all the guys in the in the club know of course and like so she just you know goes around and does her thing but she ends up like sort of noticing things uh about like each of the members of the host club that like that sort of average people don't notice like she recognizes like insecurities of people and like recognizes the differences between between the two twins where nobody can tell uh so like that's where she like sort of gets at them gets at their really tropey nature because this is a tropey show but like it sort of plays plays on those uh plays on those tropes and sort of tries to deconstruct them which is like super super cool um and the fact that Haruhi's dad is a crossdresser is hilarious because like this dude because he's like Haruhi's at the school and like she's dressing as a boy and then they're just like oh we're gonna go to Haruhi's house today and it's like a like an apartment in the middle of town and they're all just like we have to get Haruhi out of here she's such a commoner because they're all rich people and uh so they get in there and they're like oh it's Haruhi's dad oh wait no it's Haruhi's mom no that's her, that's her dad uh and it, it's quite funny that this show from 2006 uh has has a has a uh an, an unpopular girl being like chased and wooed by popular boys and the fact that her dad is a crossdresser is very forward for its time and i think you know super good i imagine they use the cross-dressing dad kind of as a joke though 
No, he's a really genuine character. Um, oh, that's good. That's good he's uh, he's super likable. Um, he's not a joke character. Uh, he like I I God, I haven't seen it so long. I forget exactly why he dresses like that. But you no, know, he's he's not really. I mean, he is kind of jokey at points, but that's just because he's a funny character. Uh, it's definitely not degrading towards transgender or like uh, cross-dressing people, it, which is you know stunning for that year. That, uh, that's because, amazing. Ten years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Well, at this point, it was spring of 2006, so yeah, 12 years ago, which was a very it's, different world than we live in today. Uh, it's funny because I still see around cosplays happen at cons. Yeah, it's weird. Like it's a weird place because I remember watching that show. Like I didn't watch it when it came out. I watched it. Uh, I watched it years after because I wasn't into anime in, in 2006. Uh, the first show I watched really was uh, probably Bleach when I was in middle school or something like that. But like uh, I never really got into anime until I saw Gurren Lagann. But mm-hmm. the fact that this show. Uh, has been able to retain my attention and uh, sort of stay like at that point. And it's a Funimation dub. So like Vic, Vic Baloney uh, <laughs> plays, plays our favorite character. And I think Greg Ayers is in it uh, Ooh. in the dub. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a really good dub for 2006. Uh, yeah. I and- think people, oh, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Uh, I think Vic, like I know people kind of Vic Mignogna is kind of synonymous with Funimation dubs because he's always in them. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think his two most defining roles are uh, Full Metal in Full Metal Alchemist and in Oberon. Like yeah, those yeah. are the only two shows where that's like, oh, I'm fine with him being in these. Yeah, because <laughs> he he is he is Tamaki uh, from Oron and he is uh, Edward El- Elric. That, that that's who Vic 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 uh, Vic, Vic Mignogna is. Because I God, I keep <laughs> I I can never. Say Vic Mignana right because I always want to say Vic McEggnog or like Vic Baloney or like Vic McNognog. Like I, I like that's all. That's always a tough one because I always hey, end up saying we, that. We all, we all have we have nicknames that we just get stuck on. Oh sick. man, but like uh, no, it's got a great dub cast. Uh, out of all the shows that I've mentioned, this is this is well, this is definitely the most popular, and a lot of people have seen it. But it's definitely a must watch. I think. Oh cool! I'll, I'll have to check it out. Absolutely. I, I guess. Are my final question since this is a romance themed episode who is usually your best girl or God. best guy if you want to do that too I mean God, that's just so situational because there's not necessarily I don't necessarily have like a specific well, I guess know, the, I'll this, come back I'll come back on that I'll, I, I'll I, say I uh, can, yeah uh, so I can tell you mine right now okay go ahead it, it, it's sad basically um, through all the shows that I've watched with Michael or like other romance shows most of the time it's the older female character okay so like Misato from Evangelion yeah or like you know what thinking about it no i'm wrong my favorite <laughs> probably like the I'm, is the if i had to pick a stereotype within the romance genre it's probably the quiet library girl right uh-huh that's a good one because they're always one, they're always good one they're, they're smart mm-hmm. um i'm a quiet person right uh when not on podcasts right <laughs> and i'm observant yeah. which is the common theme within uh this kind of silent library girl type sure yeah i think uh i think mine would have to be like <sighs> Like whichever one is like super responsible. Uh, like uh, God, I can't think of any examples. So they kind of like a, the bookworm, not the not the library one. No, but not like, necessarily. Uh, like like it, whichever like girl cooks that one. <laughs> like because uh, uh, yeah, whichever girl like like cooks or like has to do like or how like has like has like things to do like in her normal life that are like different from what, what like her job or school or something like that. 
that like someone who has like a, like a like a commitment to something else that has to balance a couple things a couple things at a time uh that i think is very like uh endearing uh nice. and i think you know usually usually they tend to be you know likable and like you you look at them and like see they see their troubles in life or whatever and you're just like oh poor thing and you just like want to give him a hug yeah i i think you and i have very similar tastes then because they're, they're they're very similar in, mm-hmm. in stereotype mm-hmm. yeah well andrew i i want to thank you for joining me on this candlelit podcast about <laughs> candlelit anime. with chocolates on the pillow yeah, I, I made a steak for both of us. I want to come over to your house right now. <laughs> what do you mean? We're, we're in. We're oh, in we're in the my... same. Hi, Bill. There you are. Let me you give know, you a hug. I just was ghostbonding for this entire podcast. You just didn't notice me. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. You're. You're. I had amnesia about it. <laughs> This is all a big misunderstanding. I'm sorry. Oh no! Don't worry. We'll have the rushing music that'll that'll bring us back together. Yeah, and then I'll have to get up in the morning and then butter up a piece of toast because I'm late to class, and then run to school with a piece of toast in my mouth, and then run into the love of my life on the way, and then we'll be over, Bill. Mm, well, we'll always be best friends. Always. <laughs> uh, but first, uh, where can they find you on on the on the social medias, Bill? Oh, you know, um, I'm I'm secretly uh, an old man I'm, I'm 65 years old right. and uh, I'm not on Twitter uh, wow so I, I would I would highly recommend if you want to like if you like my voice or you just like me check out third impact anime at, at word uh, dot wordpress.com yeah check that out you know uh, Bill's got some articles up I've got some articles up uh, Tobias McNabb who is our resident like uh, he's, he's like, he's like our mic tool him? he's I would describe him as like he's our mic tool group right yeah he's not a tool he is just like good at everything he does no, and, no. Uh, have you never heard of mike tool oh i thought you meant like no i haven't oh okay well, okay <laughs> that's all flat with me uh but that's okay don't worry about it uh but you can find me on twitter i'm at toaster underscore mike uh i tweet about anime sometimes but mostly it's like retweeting stuff about wake forest uh <laughs> And, uh, of course, follow Third Impact Anime on Twitter and go look at the WordPress. We've got some articles up and some other podcasts up there. So uh, so we, uh, we appreciate th- appreciate everybody listening. Yeah. Um, we're, we're prob- I'm probably going to have to have you back for a, a sports, go sports uh, uh, chat about sports anime. I haven't seen a lot of sports anime. Oh. Uh, well. But we can definitely do that. We can definitely sort of have a... Uh, sort of something like this, where you know you try and you try and get me to watch sports anime. Oh boy, everyone! I'm just gonna tease you. Go check out the slam dunk dub. So good. Okay, <laughs> slam dunk dub, romance anime, chocolates on the pillow. Bill has me a steak. Yes, the fire is a burning. Fire is burning. <laughs> and and as the camera parts from the window, we say goodbye to everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Bye.